WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Emily Crawford. It's Thursday, July 22nd, 2021. Yesterday, the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign released COVID-19 guidance from returning to school this fall, which included a mandate that all students, faculty, and staff who are able must be fully vaccinated before returning to campus. An individual is considered fully vaccinated 14 days after they have received their final dose. Individuals who have not been able to access one of the university-accepted vaccines will be able to be vaccinated once they've reached campus. The guidance also stipulates that anyone not vaccinated will be required to participate in the COVID testing program on campus and continue to wear face coverings and practice social distancing. Once fully vaccinated, individuals should submit their vaccination record card to their My McKinley portal for verification, at which point the Safer Illinois mobile app will be updated to reflect vaccination status. People across Illinois are seeing hazy skies as well as red suns and moons because of the wildfires burning on the west coast. The jet stream is carrying smoke and haze from the fires eastward across the country. According to meteorologists, the red color is caused by particles in the smoke. These particles reflect the different wavelengths of light, causing only red light to make it through to the viewer, which makes the sun or moon appear red. Meanwhile, the wildfires continue to burn across California, Oregon, Idaho, and parts of the Rocky Mountains. The largest fire, the Boot Lake Fire in Oregon, has grown so large that the heat from the fire is creating storms of pyrocumulus clouds, which in turn cause stronger winds and more lightning strikes, and continue the spread of fires. Officials say that these fires are the product of prolonged drought and record temperatures, both of which have been exacerbated by climate change. COVID cases nationwide have tripled over the past two weeks, mostly among those who were unvaccinated. New cases per day rose to more than 37,000, up from an average of less than 13,700 reported on July 6th. Illinois is following a similar trend, as daily new cases have doubled in the past two weeks, rising from an average of 460 cases per day to 958. Additionally, a hospital in Texas has confirmed the first case of the Lambda variant in the United States this week, a variant first detected in Peru in late August. The increase in cases seems to be due to the spread of the more contagious Delta variant and slowing vaccination rates nationwide, with only 56.2% of Americans having got at least one dose of the vaccine. The Department of Homeland Security said yesterday that the United States land borders with Mexico and Canada will remain closed to non-essential travel until at least August 21st. Canada recently said it will reopen its border with the U.S. on August 9th, representing a split policy between the two allies. The Canadian border's reopening stipulated that anyone who wishes to cross must be fully vaccinated, a major sticking point in the reopening of the American border. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki emphasized that the U.S. would be independent about its own policy and would not be pushed to reopen by Canada. Mexico, meanwhile, does not have a travel restriction of any kind in place. The travel restriction reaffirmation comes as cases of COVID-19 are sharply raising nationwide. The Olympic ceremony is scheduled for tomorrow morning in the U.S. amid coronavirus-related upsets. Team USA basketball player Bradley Beal, U.S. gymnast Kara Eaker, 
and U.S. tennis player Coco Gauff are among the 75 people connected to the games who have tested positive for COVID-19. As cases rise in Japan and across the world, concerns are rising over whether the Olympics can be held safely in a pandemic. Japan grappled with a second wave of infections in the spring, causing organizers to ban spectators to the games. But as plans move forward, six new sports have been added to this year's Olympics, including karate, skateboarding, sport climbing, surfing, basketball, and softball. Among the athletes representing Team USA is the University of Illinois' own Alex Diep for men's gymnastics. NBC will have a live morning broadcast of the opening ceremony, and the closing ceremony is set for August 8th. That's all for today. Contributing reporting for this broadcast was provided by Tori Gelman, Owen Henderson, Emily Crawford, Justin Malone, and Anne McEwen. Our interim regional editor is Tori Gelman, and our interim political editor is Owen Henderson. Our deputy news director is Emily Crawford, and our news director is Justin Malone. From WPGU News, I'm Emily Crawford. This newscast was brought to you in part by the Illinois Rural Health Association. The Illinois Rural Health Association invites all rural health care administrators, clinicians, and grad students to the 32nd Annual Educational Conference. This in-person event, featuring over 20 educational sessions geared towards rural practice, runs August 11th through 12th at the I-Hotel in Champaign. Registration and full conference brochure can be found at www.ilruralhealth.org.